and we are down to four NFL teams. Welcome, sports world, to the Go Baller FFS Weekly Quick Picks Podcast, here to break down both NFL championship games against the spread this weekend for championship weekend, the AFC title game and the NFC title game. Sitting here with my co-host slash father, a.k.a. the godfather, Mr. Alan Dell, former Tampa Bay Bucks columnist and beat writer. I'm your host, Chris Dell, the mad journalist. And before we jump into this AFC championship game, Jacksonville Jaguars at New England Patriots, some news to report on Tom Brady that he did not fully practice Thursday with the Patriots, what looked like yesterday on Wednesday as some minor news that his hand was hurt. Turns out that he was wearing gloves on both hands, which he normally doesn't do doesn't do very much at all and wasn't able to take the full reps and snaps at practice so because of that the line has now gone from new england by nine to new england by seven and a half so vegas moves the line down one and a half points patriots favored by seven and a half points mr allendale the godfather what's your take on this game who do you see prevailing and what's your score well of course uh brady's possible injury to his hand is, is dramatic and that's his throwing hand we don't know the extent. We know he's going to play. We don't know. It could it be swollen? Could it be sore? Uh, it remains to be seen. Uh, other than that, uh, I think Jacksonville really gives uh, it's a surprise team and has the chance to beat the Patriots. A lot of people don't believe that, but I, I, I see it. They, they have the defense, perhaps the best defense in the NFL or one of the best to slow down the Patriots passing game, especially Brady. And we've seen this happen in the past. This is the Patriots' seventh straight AFC Championship game. They split the Crazy. previous split the previous six. Uh, they lost to uh, Denver twice and Baltimore at home. So anything can happen. I remember more than a few years ago when they trounced the Jets during the regular season, and the Jets knocked them off in the postseason. So anything can happen. You put a lot of pressure on Brady and start putting them on the ground, a lot of things can happen which are not good for the Patriots. Now how about your boy Jalen Ramsey, the vaunted defensive back for the Jacksonville Jaguars, the modern-day Joe Namath calling it, saying that the Jaguars are not only going to win this game, but win the Super Bowl. And just an interesting stat, you mentioned the Patriots in the AFC Championship games. Amazing that they've been there that many years in a row. Jacksonville Jaguars, of all time in their franchise, 1-10, versus the New England Patriots, including an 0-7 record at Foxborough. Jacksonville has never won in seven games at Foxborough during their short franchise tenure. So you look at this, could it be the Saxonville miracle, the Foxborough miracle this weekend? Do the Jags have any chance to win, let alone cover the spread, in your opinion? Yeah, I think they have a big chance to win. Now, the remarks made by the some of the players, Ramsey, and they mean absolutely nothing. They're childish, nobody cares. Everybody forgets about them after the first three minutes of the game. True story, true but, uh, story. With their defense, I, I think they have a very good chance. And the question is, can Blake Bortles keep them afloat? Can he keep them going? If, if, if New England struggles, they're still going to score points. Huh? 17, 20, 21. Can Bortles do anything to get the uh, his team on the board? That That's a big question. Leonard Fournette, of course, the running back. He's been hurt, but he's okay now. But that I think it may fall down on Bortles. If, if the defense puts Brady... In an uncomfortable situation, and the, the, the Pats struggle on offense. Well, you don't think the New England Patriots, it doesn't seem like they're going to underestimate the Jaguars, nor Blake Bortles, based off their comments this week to the media. 
calling Blake Bortles numerous times, quote-unquote, a winner, a winning football player, and obviously giving respect where respect due. You don't want to give the other team, your opponent, any locker room bulletin board material. And you look at overall, I mean, yeah, I think Blake Bortles is the X factor for the Jacksonville Jaguars. If he is able to outplay or at least play to the same level, near the same level as Tom Brady, Jacksonville will not only have a chance to stay in this game, but win this game. A key stat to take away, the Jaguars are 10 for 13 on fourth downs this season. Blake Bortles knows how to get the job done with his legs. I think Jacksonville's defense is the best in the league, and because of that and the defensive line, Calais Campbell and the guys, their, their ability to put pressure on Tom Brady, especially now with the hand injury, to me gives Jacksonville the edge in this game despite New England being at home. I got Jacksonville 24, New England 23 in my upset special. You heard it here, First Sports World. What's your score, Mr. Allendale? Again, you've been drinking too much Kool-Aid. I got the Pats winning 31-21. 31-21, so covering the spread for you. We're, we're going to see here, man. Big game on the docket this Sunday coming up. We'll be back in our next segment with our breakdown of the NFC Championship game, Vikings and Eagles. Welcome back, Sports World, to part two of our Go Baller FFS Quick Picks podcast, our NFL Championship Weekend Special Edition podcast, sitting here with the godfather, Mr. Allendale, former Tampa Bay Bucks columnist and beat writer, diving into our NFC title game here. We've got the Minnesota Vikings fresh off the miracle in Minneapolis victory last weekend against the Saints, going to play the Philadelphia Eagles, and a game between two very good defenses and maybe not two very good quarterbacks in other people's opinions. I happen to say I disagree with that in terms of Case Keenum. I think he's a very good, very solid NFL quarterback and will be a starter in this league for a very long time. We're going to jump right into our picks here. We got the Philadelphia Eagles three-point dogs at home in this game. So home dogs going to eat. We see all the dog masks are going to be all over the Philadelphia Stadium on Sunday night. And I got the Minnesota Vikings winning this game outright, covering the spread. Minnesota three-point favorites in this game. I got Vikings 30, Eagles 22. What say you, Mr. Allendale? Well, I like the Vikings defense. Uh, it's, it's one again, one of the best in the league. Maybe best uh, outside Jacksonville. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're past the Stephon Diggs miracle. I don't know if that's going to carry much weight in this one. But I just think the, the the Vikings are a better team, especially without Carson, Carson Wentz playing. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game, cold weather. I like the Vikings winning a close one. I'll, I'll take the Vikings 21-17. 21-17, so just covering the spread for you. A line that hasn't moved much started off the week as the Vikings three-and-a-half-point road favorites, now three-point road favorites. So if you're betting on that game with the three-point spread, the Vikings have to win by four points or more for you to be able to cover and win that bet. And overall, I mean, talking about just, we talk about some bold predictions for the weekend. I, I think Case Keenum is going to put up a lot of points in this game. I think the Eagles defense is coming off a huge moral victory in the sense of them being underdogs last week and beating the Atlanta Falcons when many people thought, including Vegas, that the Falcons would win that game there. And you look at Philadelphia, man, they struggled to put up points in that game. Yeah, they won 15 to 10. Their defense played great, but Minnesota knows how to move the ball on the ground with their running backs, Case Keenum. And you talk about maybe the best receiving duo in the NFL with Stephon Diggs and Adam Thielen. I mean, you cannot knock those guys. Kyle Rudolph, maybe one of the top five, if not top three tight ends in the NFL. That guy is a player right there. I think Keenum's going to go for three touchdowns in this game, and the game is going to easily outscore the other Jacksonville-New England game and 
easily easily outproduced the over-under in this game, which is, I believe, at about 39.5. My score is 52 points overall in this, in this I ball game. I don't see that at all, especially if Brady's healthy in the other game. But, uh, you know, if you're into nostalgia, there's a lot for the Vikings. I mean, one of the greatest Viking, maybe the greatest, most popular Viking is Fran Tarkin in the Hall of Fame quarterback. He took the Vikings to three Super Bowls, lost all three, and... and and never scored uh, in, in all three games. The Vikings never scored more than seven points. And seven. Uh, Talk seven. about some bad luck right there yeah. in the playoffs. And he was uh, for uh, in 1975. They took that was a miracle play. And but the Vikings were on the wrong side of that one. Where they had the game one, and Rogers stole back through a 50-yard hail mary pass uh, into the end zone, and, and the Dallas Cowboys won up eliminating eliminating Minnesota. I'm just bringing that up because I, I remember that game. I was a Vikings fan and back then because of Tarkin. Okay, so a little history lesson from the Godfather yeah. right but, there. But getting back to this game, I don't I don't see Case Keenum as a backup quarterback anymore. He's not absolutely I mean, even not. If his two backups are healthy, Teddy Bridgewater. And Sam Bradford, they wouldn't be playing. So, oh, absolutely. You, you know, but and I see Nick Foles the backup. You put pressure on him, make a move, he's going to be in a lot of trouble. And I that, think that's going to be the difference in the game. Yeah, and the Vikings defense can do that. And just going back to, to history lesson mode right here, Super Bowl 52, the Vikings could be the first team in NFL history to host a Super Bowl yeah. game. Just imagine the media hype and craziness that could surround Super Bowl week leading up to that game. The last time Minnesota hosted the Super Bowl was Super Bowl 26, so cut Super Bowl 52 in half. You got Super Bowl 26 in 1992. The Washington Redskins 37-24 victors over the Buffalo Bills. That was Joe Gibbs, head coach Joe Gibbs' third Super Bowl victory for the Redskins back in the old Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome in 2000, that was knocked down in 2013. So I, I think that the you're going to be surprised to see how many points these teams put up this weekend. Question is, if the Vikings and Jags make it, yeah, it might not be as interesting as the Patriots, but that could be a matchup between the NFL's two best defenses in this game. I mean, talk about no glamour and all guts. You know, we thought it was going to be Steelers-Patriots playing each other, man. I, I wouldn't mind seeing Jags and Vikings, but Patriots-Vikings wouldn't be bad too, man. No. And we're, we're, we're going to be back in a few days with some breakdown of the games, and we appreciate you tuning in, Sports World. Peace out. We are back, Sports World. Thank you for tuning in here on Anchor.fm to our Go Baller FFS station. And we're going to jump into a little bonus edition of our NFL Championship Weekend Quick Picks podcast, talking about the immaculate reception a little bit in that last game breakdown of the Vikings at the Eagles. And when you look at last week against the Saints and what the Vikings were able to do, when we look back 50 years, 100 years back in NFL football history, what's going to be a greater moment or a greater play, in your opinion, the immaculate reception like you were talking about, or the quote-unquote miracle in Minneapolis. Well, the immaculate reception when Franco Harris caught that pass that bounced off uh, a defender. Uh, they were eliminated the following week by the Patriots, so there's no guarantee that that that'll happen. You know that this catch that Diggs made is going to carry them to a championship. But there are some interesting uh, tidbits, side notes, if whatever you want to call them. Uh, the last time or the uh, the Vikings have never won a Super Bowl, but they won the 1969 NFL Championship game. And that, that was the last game that was played prior to the AFL-NFL merger. And in those days, the games were played on the home field of one of the teams, usually the team with the better record. And uh, that, I did not know that. Very interesting stat right there. Yeah, well, you, I don't know if you heard of the Ice Bowl. And that was a game that was in 1967, where it was played in Green Bay, and the, and the, the temperature was minus 13. So we could be dealing with some very cold. Sub-zero wind chill. Uh, 
then, then they decided, well, we got to have this game in an indoor stadium, or no, or more, excuse me, a warm weather climate city. Well, we're going to have two very cold games this weekend in both New England and Philadelphia. Do you think that's going to have any effect on effect on either of these teams, whether could, positive or negative? It uh, could be. You never know how guys react. Some of them want to hang around the heaters and so forth. You just don't know how that's, that's going to play out. I mean, you, you know, talking about a high-octane offense like the Patriots have been at times this season, I think Gronkowski is the X factor for them in that game if they're going to win, especially with Brady's new hand injury on the docket. And, I, and you look at the Jaguars and Patriots, and I, I think this is a great matchup between offense versus defense. And you look at their schedules this year. I know, I know the Patriots had quite a quite a bit of better records, so to speak. They were thirteen and three. Jacksonville finished season ten and six, although they lost their last two games when they didn't have as much to play for. But you look at the teams that Jacksonville beat this season, and obviously the Pittsburgh Steelers twice. You know, in in one blowout, which was thirty to nine earlier in the season, where they picked off Big Ben five times. They also beat the Chargers, which were probably the best team in the NFL to not make the playoffs. They beat the Ravens this year, which, which was also a solid team. They also beat the Seattle Seahawks. And you look at the Patriots, who have had a very easy schedule this season. I mean, yeah, they beat New Orleans and Atlanta. They also beat San Diego. They beat Pittsburgh, and they beat the Tennessee Titans. So no huge victories. I think the Patriots are actually correct when they say that this is going to be the best team they've played all season and I think you could say that for both sides in this game and, and what about the X factor not only about Jacksonville's defense people are calling them Seattle 2.0 but the Seahawks defense used to be what about the impact of Tom Coughlin as the executive yeah, vice well, president of football operations when Tom Coughlin was head coach of the Giants they knocked the Patriots and beat them in a Super Bowl twice and they ruined their perfect season when the Patriots went into that game at 18 and oh, and, they, and and another crazy catch in that one. That that's Bill. That's Bill Belichick's kryptonite. Bill yeah. Belichick can only lose to Tom Coughlin in the playoffs or the Super Bowl. It seems like you know. Yeah. So so what's going to give him this game when it comes well, to Coughlin's that? Coughlin's in the front office. He won't be out on the field. At least I don't think he'll be standing out on the field. <laughs> but he can still have a lot of say in, in that game, as everybody said. He has the knowledge. He has you know. He's the only guy that's really uh, taken Belichick to the woodshed, so to speak. And, that's the only guy that Belichick allegedly calls daddy. So, so we're 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 both in agreement that the Vikings are going to advance in the NFC, and the Vikings have been my Super Bowl pick since midway through this past season. I think Mike Zimmer is a is a very overlooked impact in terms of what he can bring to the field just as the head coach on the sideline, but. Does the NFL have anything to worry about here with potential ratings if we're looking at Eagles versus Jaguars, well, Vikings versus Jaguars, if the Patriots don't make it at all? Is that, is that going to lose money? TV ratings in the playoffs are down 16% from last year, and last year they were down about 9% from the previous year. So the NFL definitely has a problem. It's, it's, a, it's a result of many factors, maybe too much football. The protests, the anthem protests definitely had a factor in that. So well, that remains to be seen what, what will happen on that. I, if you look at <laughs> Philadelphia versus Jacksonville Jaguars would get the absolute lowest ratings because you're missing the home team that could be in the Vikings. The Vikings in New England, obviously the highest ratings that I think would yield in that game. You know, It's going to be very interesting nonetheless to see what plays out here. Call into our, to our station here on Anchor. Let us know what are your NFL championship weekend picks. We'll republish the call and get the conversation going.